to another episode of Soul Purpose. We, in this episode, are going to talk about how I'm a big girl. And if it sounds like I'm distracted, I'm not. I'm driving perfectly fine, and um, I'm on my way to work yet again. This is like a time slot in the day where I've been feeling... Well, I feel the most awake in the mornings, usually when... I have to go to work, but if it's like the morning when I'm off, I usually am a little bit more laid back, and that person just turned so freaking sharp, fucking Tesla-ass Bitcoin bitch. My God. You think you if you had a Tesla, you'd know how to drive, but no, everybody's just driving toy cars. I know you only got that Tesla because of that down, down payment rebate, whatever the fuck. Anyways... So yeah, this morning slot has been the slot that has been the most okay, and like my 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 computer, I mean my computer, my car is saying your guys' ass is so fat again. Uh, and you put on the seatbelt. And it's so good that I can multitask and drive safely, safely and not as a hazard to my fellow people. Uh, anyways, so yeah, the morning slot, as I was trying to say, is some time where I feel like I can record comfortably and fit it into my schedule where it doesn't feel like it's going to be extra. And it's a little fun because the filler of this is you can hear my commentary on how people drive around me and not how I drive myself because I drive perfectly fine. Thank you very much. This episode, I wanted to talk about how I'm a big girl, you know, how I'm trying to implement my mood slash vision board of 2024, which the main objective, which I've been saying with my friends from Alchemy, Ashley, Kendra, Louise, Alchemy, that's the lore. And so I've been trying to be happy with my chest. And so what am I doing? You know, how am I being a big girl? How am I standing up and being happy with my chest? Because... It's like all these years of going through some crazy shit that, you know, would would make anybody feel some kind of way. You know, I'm not the only one. I'm not crazy. But despite going all through that stuff, it didn't turn me into a fucking weirdo freak. You know, it turned me into an actual cool person that I think is cool, too. And so for the sake of my self-esteem, I'm going to be happy. Oh, I said it, I said it, I said I'm going to be happy. But yeah, I really am going to try. And I feel like I've been thoroughly enjoying myself. As of late, Jordan and I have been into Minecraft again, okay? And one thing that's been making me joy is being in creative mode, okay? You know, we could work our hardest to enchant our pickaxe and our shovels and our axes so that um you know we can work hard you know we go in the mine we get some lapis lazuli get some levels on us and then make an enchantment table so that we can level them up but if it's our own server we might as well just program and enchant our objects through the chat because we're in creative mode and i can still be happy doing that because i'm the kind of person where it's like when i'm playing a game I need it to be like, I need to do everything from scratch, you know, like even in Animal Crossing, I would stay up till three in the morning trying to get the golden beetle so I can make a bag. Okay. And what I could have done, I could have changed the time and the date on my Animal Crossing so that on that goddamn bug island on my 3DS, 
Animal Crossing New Leaf. Sorry, I'm a little stuffy. I could get the Golden Beeble, but no. I stayed up till 3 a.m. getting that shit, and I got it. And y'all are jealous. Y'all are jealous. Y'all are fuming. And so now I'm a busy girl, right? I'm a working class girl. And so my time is precious. And now, you know what? I'm not going to feel guilty if I enchant my Minecraft tools to be more efficient, to be efficiency five so that I can harvest stuff faster. Sorry. Everything else, you know, I'm building. And yeah, maybe, maybe we did spawn a seed of Minecraft where it's like we just like spawn into the cherry blossom biome even though it's rare you know even though it's rare we spawn into that seed of the cherry blossom biome so that we could enjoy our lives because you know what we tried we tried looking so we spawned into the new world that we got the Minecraft realms so you can have multiple users on it and uh, we we're searching for like an hour just like roaming the world just like we couldn't get past the desert biome we got past the desert we went to the mesa biome which is pretty but then after you see the mesa biome for 10 minutes it's not pretty and it's annoying to navigate because it's so mountainous and mountains in minecraft are hella hard to navigate because it's like if it's two blocks above you you can't jump it has to be like one block so you keep on breaking stuff or building up it's just a hassle and so when we got to this beautiful, beautiful cherry blossom biome, we started building a house. And now, you know, this housey is so cute. We're starting to build things from scratch. The only things I will say are enchanted by us are the tools, okay, and getting there. But other than that, that's it, you know. Everything's coming straight from the dome, straight from our hard work, straight from the five to nine after the nine to five, as one would say. So Minecraft is actually something that I'm really into right now. Who knows if I'm going to be into that for another week, another three or another two days, but I'm enjoying myself, you know, and I'm not holding myself to be like, oh, like you committed to buying seven dollars a month for this Minecraft realms. Like you have to be in on it like every fucking day, like logged on, tapped in. But I'm like, you know what? If I'm not genuinely interested in it, I'm not going to do it and I'm not going to hold myself to my past self's expectations of happiness to block my present self's uh what I know what would make me happy you know and I feel like that's something that holds me back a lot is like pertaining or holding my what I think satisfies me to like the standards of like the past me even if that's like a week ago even if that's like a month ago a year ago but um I feel like that really like holds me back because I'm like oh like I've been working so hard to be happy for this so like I shouldn't I should enjoy it a little bit longer but then what happens with that is that then I don't get interested in it anymore and I'm doing it still for what for what and so um trying not to hold myself to like be so weird about things like I'm just like making these weird little rules and I'm like why why am I making these rules I don't even like rules in the first place so why am I making them for myself and I don't even like the rules it's freaking crazy it's freaking crazy the amount of self-sabotage you can do is making rules for yourself and you don't even like rules so as deep as the cut goes what else am I doing to be a big girl what else am I doing to be happy you know with myself and um I think you just gotta be you with your chest and I think that is pretty symbiotic with being happy with your chest and what I mean by that is that 
I've noticed that like over the past couple of years, like self-esteem is very, very important to me, to me. Okay. It's very important to me because one, I'm a Leo. The literal, I am literally like the phrase, there's like phrases that are associated with the Zodiac, right? And mine is I am. Those are my two words. I don't know what the other ones are. That's not a good example of a Leo not knowing anybody else's except for their own. But mine are I am. And if I don't feel good about myself, I got nothing, bitch. I got nothing to go off of. Like you don't understand. And so self-esteem is so important to me that it's not it's important that I not only have a large self-esteem around my friends and my loved ones, but also people I hate and people I don't know. And most importantly, myself, you know, because I feel when I feel uncomfortable, I definitely don't show myself, you know, and because I don't show myself, it just makes me have this weird little identity crisis where it's like, you know, if I'm not acting this way around this person then how come I'm acting this way around this person and that's why like maybe that's why I feel like a little disconnect like a little weird um I don't know I feel like a disconnect in general and I can get into my head like no other okay I create my own reality but I also create my own personal hell because I know what pushes my buttons and when my self-esteem is not good, I'm my biggest op, okay? I'm my biggest op, and it sucks to say that, but I feel like I've known that for a long time. But now, I'm trying to be my biggest supporter, one main thing that I said when I was talking to Kendra Nashleya is that I want to feel like I'm on my own team. I want to feel like I'm on my own team, that even if like nobody is there to support my opinion, if nobody is there to support me as a person, then I'm there you know, and that should be substantial enough for me. And that idea is very exciting, you know, to be able to be like, no matter what, I got my fucking back, bitch. And let me take a sip of coffee because I need to finish my coffee before I get to work. I don't like bring it down because I don't know, it's just not the vibe to drink coffee at work unless it's like from somewhere else. But if it's from home, I need to finish it. And if I sound hella congested and like I'm hiccuping a lot, I am and I'm just trying to cover it and um, I'm very congested and I'm so bad I don't have any tissues in my car except for napkins. I'm trying to write it out. But um, first sip of coffee of the day. Here we go. Okay, not as yummy as yesterday's coffee. I definitely um, Jordan said that his coffee yesterday wasn't that good of the milk we got because we get lactate okay i'm not i'm not a milk sup kind of girl i'm so sorry i don't know i just for my coffee it just needs to be from a fucking cow tit okay like i can taste the difference when it's like not cow's milk and i feel like it doesn't complement coffee as well in my opinion okay i'm gonna stay behind my own fucking back just as an example but um i just feel like coffee tastes different with different kinds of milk I understand people like the flavors of their milk, but I don't like those flavors. So I'm going to be drinking cow milk, but my compromise is that I'm going to be drinking lactose-free because if I don't, I'm going to do-do cock on my pants. And I can't really do that at work. It's kind of hard, especially when I'm, like, taking care of patients or, like, putting an IV. So I really need to, like, be on my game. 
but yeah this milk um that's from smart and final it's not it's not great but to me it tastes better than oat milk but you know what maybe i haven't okay let you know what smart people change their mind right smart people can can uh, get educated and change their mind and so uh, with me what i'm gonna say is maybe i haven't had something that's i haven't had a coffee with good a, any good substitute kind of milk that's gonna skew my opinion but maybe in the future i will you know i won't deny it but as of right now no the only oat milk, uh, the only substitute milk that I've had that actually tasted really, really good was from a cafe in Koreatown. It was an oat milk iced matcha latte, and it was delicious. It was, from, it was from a cafe called Cafe de Mama in Koreatown. And what's also good over there is they have something called a croffle, which is like croissant waffle, right? And um, it had red bean and cream cheese with walnut. And don't hate it till you try it, but like red bean is such a good, savory, sweet, deep, sweet kind of flavor. I don't know how to describe it. And it's right next to this, um, what is this, a lamb cafe? Is that what they call it? I don't know why guys come up with weird names for stuff. It's just a fucking computer cafe. But it was next to this computer cafe that Jordan and I went to one time to play League. Play League because I'm like in my gamer girl era on and off. But I'm very like mysterious about my schedule and when I play. So like it keeps me on everybody's toes. But we went there to that cafe to play. And it was actually really fun. It was a vibe. But um, there was a lot of stinky boys in there confirmed. So how else am I being a big girl? Well, you know what? You, let me define what a big girl means to me, okay? A big girl is somebody who is very stable in themselves and has, it's basically everything I've already said. It's basically somebody who has their own back and is not scared to defend their opinion, but also is not scared to change their opinion um, and have too much pride. You know, it's a balance. She's, she's got balance. She's got grace. She's got a fat ass, a fat puss. She's got really niche interests, maybe like reading or maybe like, um, smoking. (laughs) Um, but she's just got her definitive, not hobbies. I hate that word hobbies. Like, it just makes it seem so um, minuscule what you do. It's like, oh, yeah, on the side is a hobby. Like, no, girl, that's my life. Like, what are you talking about? Every day is my life. So that's just my life. I just do that in my life. It's not a hobby. I'm just doing it. And so she's just somebody. It's like I would say something like Bremen Rock. You know, they're in their own world, but they're not too disconnected with what's going on. Um, he's got a good sense of fashion, a good head on his shoulders, nice hair. He really knows like his boundaries, you know, that's something that I feel like I got to work on this year is boundaries, especially when people reach over my boundaries. I feel like I got to tell them more like not snappy, but like more with like a little oomph, like, Hey, like I did not like that, but I know you didn't mean harm by it. And if you did, fuck you. I hope you hydroplane, bitch. But if you didn't mean harm from it, you know, it's like no harm, no foul. It happens. I won't hold it against you. But yeah, I feel like 
I want to be a big girl this year. Like I'm, I'm like 26 and mentally I still feel probably now, now I feel 24. I think it feel, it feels right to say I feel 24 before when I was 25 though, I definitely felt 22 and that's a math. That's a girl math. And so I'm just trying to really delve into be like, I feel like it's easier instead of like fabricating like the kind of big girl I want to be. I feel like it's easier to just see what organically like happens. And also my nose is really annoying me. So I think I'm desperate enough now to use my car napkins. And so um, let me put a pause on this actually and blow the fuck out of my nose. So you see that? You see that? You see that transition? And you also see that I knew when to admit when I was wrong. I knew that I was starting to sound musty, crusty, dusty with my clogged ass nose and sniffing that I just blew my nose. See, I'm a big girl. That's exhibit A. And I kind of forgot what I was talking about because as I blew my nose, I was like, wow, I'm still on call grove right now. This is amazing. And I left, what, 17 minutes ago? This is crazy. I like how it takes... Um, about 45 minutes almost for me to go 20 miles and that's the magic of santa clarita dude and i feel like if this shit wasn't on a hill i feel like we wouldn't have this problem that's my hot take because like i don't know i don't understand why people want to break up a hill when we're all gonna go up we're not gonna go backwards and i also love how we break when we go down a hill as if there's a stoplight or a stop sign down there and there's no cars braking like why are people so scared to go fast like this is in the 40s like we have airbags anyways uh yeah i'm still probably like 10 15 fucking miles away from work it's been 17 minutes already um but this is kind of how like the morning traffic is but today is definitely way worse like i think yesterday monday oh my god i like did all that pause to blow my nose and i'm like clogged up again this is crazy anyways um i do also think like people are driving slow because the sun's in their fucking face and i'm like guys i have a bmw and i'm not flexing on purpose but it's just for the sake of letting people know that the mirrors like the little sun visors in this car are the size of a baby wipe lid and they're so small and i'm actually flexing my glutes to be able to cover um half of my eyes and i'm squinting through it like a normal person and all these people have shades so i don't understand anyways there's a school bus next to me and i think there's a child waving to me so i'm gonna wave back eee, that made me nervous see sometimes like i feel like when people see me like do stuff that I, i'm like doing like kind of a little different i get a little shy i don't know i get a little shy like you know as as much as i um don't care about other purples purples as long as i i mean what bitch let me take another sip of coffee. I'm like eating my tongue right now. Hold on. But yeah, as much as I don't care about other people's opinions, I hate when they look at me funny. Why are you looking at me funny, bitch? I don't know. I think I just get triggered by it because it's like when my when I would do something crazy or when I, not when I would do something crazy. I was a fucking child. When I would like 
do something like a little clumsy or a little different, my Filipino mom would not let it go, man. She would like freaking point it out and publicly shame me and embarrass me. And I think that's just something that I got to go through. And maybe maybe that's something that um, recording in my car on the way home in heavy check on, on the way home. My God, ew, I'm going to work. Jesus. Work is not my home. I just want to make that clear. I do like the people there, except for like two. Uh, except for one. Anyways. So yeah, I think definitely when I do something a little different, it does make me a little nervous because I don't want to make eye contact with people that are looking me weird because it triggers my mommy issues and it makes me think that people are judging me. And when people are judging me, it makes me not stand on my own team because I'm like, yeah, who, who is that weirdo, man? <laughs> like, but you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to, I'm going to stand behind my own back. I got myself and, um, I think the biggest thing is like, you know, you, you don't want to be rejected, right? You don't want to be the weirdo. You don't want to be the reject. And when you start doing something cool, that's when like start pe- people start looking at you funny, if you, especially if you're like the first couple of people to do that. And hey, how, how many people, hey, ha- hey, hey, like take a listen to this. How many people do you know report, report, record a podcast on their way to work? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And you know what? I just got to realize, I just got to realize that being a trendsetter, being a pioneer is uncomfortable. You think the first person on the Oregon Trail had a good time? Hell no. Did everybody follow them? Hell yeah. Is that historic, historically accurate? Probably fucking not. <laughs> but um, going by the premise that, hey, Maybe the first person to do something different was a little uncomfortable and that's okay. You're the first person to go there, you know, and I'm treating this shit as if I'm the first person landing on the moon, but it's probably more like, wow, like people who are passing by. Okay. Let's, let's break it down. Okay. Let's break down my anxiety. What's the worst that somebody could think about seeing me in my car, laptop in the passenger seat and mic in hand headphones on, but headphones are on aware mode. Okay. I'm, I'm aware. I'm awake and aware. Unlike the people who I'm like, sometimes I see them wearing like double AirPods in the car while they're driving. And I'm like, I don't know if that's safe. I feel like you need to like be able to hear stuff, but that's just me anyways. And so with, um, doing something a little different, I feel like it's also, um, makes it a little bit more memorable. It's like a little bit, you know, people got to have their bits and bobs and, uh, me being a trendsetter and a pioneer and engineer towards something new, being a revolutionary, it's a hard gig and I'm going to sneeze right now. (laughs) Sorry about that. Did I cover my mouth? Maybe not and you know what's crazy i'm still on call grove man i'm still on call grove the traffic's really bad today um coming from your live traffic forecast delayed by maybe a week but it's 7:42 on a tuesday and i'm still at fucking call grove and i've been in this damn car for 23 minutes it's like i'm like am i gonna be late to work probably not but am I gonna have my time to chill probably not and that's starting to piss me off but you know what that's okay I can do my Duolingo at work and I can get paid for it and if anybody from Kaiser is listening I don't do that I'm working hard eight hours a day I'm taking my hour break when I'm clocked out and I'm not on my phone 
and I'm I'm stalking I'm stalking the pods, and I'm calling to confirm the patients, and um, I'm doing everything right. Um, and also, I believe I'm resource charged today, which is fancy terms for I'm the sucker today. I'm the sucker because our usual charge nurse is on leave <coughs> for um is on a temporary leave. And the relief charge nurse who fills in on the day she's not there is um, filling in, <coughs> but she's part time. So she can't be there every day. So the people who are there, we take turns to fill in on resource charge, which is basically the sucker who gets put with making all the decisions of like, uh, do we let this walk in in today? Like we deal with like people and patients who are angry, like phone calls when they're like, I want to speak to the manager. Um, and so I'm the sucker today. So I can't wait to look forward to that. But it honestly is, um, not an honor. I don't want to sound like weird, but I feel like it is nice that I, um, whoa, okay, there's a van behind me, and I don't know if they did this on purpose, but both of their sun visors are down, right? It's like a white, what is this, like a white Mercedes creeper van, and then two people are sitting in the seat, and then the sun shadow is, like, making, like, this little like two ears with like a wolf looking kind of face and then this guy has a camera in the middle probably to record them if they like get in an accident but it literally looks like a nose and like a mouth for a dog it, it's crazy I don't know if they plan that but that's really cute but yeah I think that um being able to be chosen to be like hey uh, this person makes sound decisions I'm like, why would why wouldn't they choose me? Of course, of course, I'll be the resource charge. But at the same time, I'm like, brah, like there's so many things that go um, unexplained about what you got to do when you're in charge, uh, and I don't really like it. Which is like dealing with like the interpersonal stuff and dealing with like the phone calls of people who are very entitled, like not to air out the clinic but sometimes there's patients who call and they're like oh yeah my my doctor told me to call to get an appointment which is valid you know and they don't know the flow of the clinic so they'll call and then they'll be like oh but it's like really urgent I need you to schedule me for tomorrow or I need you to schedule me for like next week like right now I I, I like won't take anything sooner and I'm like ma'am sir there are people in scheduled in the chair already. Do you want me to bump them out just for you? Of course. Of course. Uh, no, I'm not going to freaking do that. And it's so hard. This is like another place where it's hard for me to put down the boundaries because I'm like, uh, ma'am, sir, I can't do that for you. I'm sorry. It's not physically possible. People are in their chairs. And you know why it's so hard for me is because people don't want to listen to logic. People don't want to listen to logic. They want to listen to their own logic. And they're like, oh, but my doctor told me it needs to be tomorrow. So I need it to be scheduled tomorrow. Okay. Um, I said that I need a million dollars. So where's my million dollars? Doesn't make sense. And there's no freaking foundation behind it. And I hate when people argue like that. And arguing with people like that, it lasts way too long. 20 minutes on the phone with a person like that is way too long. And it's so av aggravating, man. You just, like, be pressing the mute button. You've been making laps around your desk. You're, like, clenching out your hair and screaming at the air and shit. <sighs> My coffee got me good again. Damn. Anyways. So, yeah. Um, I'm in my big girl era trying to get there um but I'm I, I'm instead of 
saying that I'm trying to get there, I'm like, I'm going to say like I'm in the middle of it. Like I'm in the eye of the storm. Like everything around me is kind of chaotic, but there's like the the calm in the middle because I'm like at, at some sense of awareness, you know, which I like. Uh, whoa. Uh, whoa. I almost threw up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And so now, um, update on traffic. I'm at the bottom of Calgrove now. I'm about to get to the local SCV peeps. I'm a big, about to get to the split where the 210 and the 5 split at the bottom of Calgrove now. And um, this is like one out of four of the worst parts of this trek to my goddamn workplace. So it's like, imagine this. So it's like, I just pass, I'm going to pass this 210-5 junction, right? And then after this junction, I'm going to pass the 5 and the 405 junction, right? And then after that, I'm going to pass the 5 and the 170 junction, right? But I'm also, at the same time, before I pass the 210 and the 5 junction, I'm also passing the 14 and the 210 and the 5 junction. So that's making it really, really fun, really, really happy. But you know what? Honestly, I don't mind the traffic too much because it gives me time to wake up. And sometimes I don't really fight it anymore. I'm like, you know what? If I'm late, I'm fucking late. What, what can I do about it? Like, can I jump over these cars? Can I walk to work? Like, let me be real. Am I going to leave my house? I'm already leaving my house at like 710. What do they want from me? I'm going to get there. If I get there late, I get there late. It's whatever. They will survive. It's an ambulatory clinic. They're going to ambulate out. That's my favorite thing to say recently. But um, it's been fun because uh, with my patients, um, I'm on that Duolingo shit, you know? I'm on my Duolingo shit. And I've been speaking a good amount of Spanish to some of my patients. And it's fun, you know? I'm just like, dang, like, not me using um, divertida, which means fun. Or even, like, there was, like, a... I was like wrapping a guy's leg because we also do wound care and uh, he was just we were just having a conversation in Spanish but he would correct my um, conjugations and stuff which I actually appreciate especially when they're not fucking snarky about it like sorry I'm like a five-year-old level um, but it's been cool because I have been noticing that I am it is easier for me to like pull out word it's like that long-term retention what is that long-term memory recall yeah and I feel like that long-term memory recall is really helping me out with my Spanish because I'm like wow where are all these fun vocab words coming from I'm like oh my gosh Duolingo and so it's been really cool to enjoy learning another language I feel like I was craving something a little bit academic but not something so formal as like nursing I don't know People are like, oh, are you going to go back to uh, nursing school for a nurse practitioner? And I'm like, with a big ass smile on my face, I'm like, no, because why would I do that? <laughs> I don't, I, it's not like something that's like I want to do. And so it's like, if I even start it, it's like, why, why am I starting that for money? Like I do, of course I need money. It's fucking California, but I'm not that down bad for money. Like I don't need another school loan. And if it's for a subject, you know what? Nursing as a practice is pretty cool. Nursing as a, a school, as an academics, like school career is uh, suicide. And so I'm not going to do that. And so being able to put my need for knowledge 
into something like learning a different language is really rewarding you know that's another thing another way i'm being a big girl and you know what's crazy is that this cop just passed by this motorcycle cop he passed by and i don't know if my setup is illegal or not but i definitely have like my big ass bose headphones on and a mic in my hand i don't think they saw my laptop but i don't know if yeah i don't know if this setup is illegal or not but yesterday i did see the ops as i'm saying this there's like a california exempt fucking ford forerunner like behind me i'm like ooh, uh, yeah i don't know if this setup is illegal but am i doing anything illegal no and i'm driving better than most of these people anyways who are stone cold like just raw dogging the raw dogging the fucking commute and so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna align with this guy's blind spot so he can't see my headphones uh oh he's gonna pull up next to me Wow, the suspense. I'm gonna lose his ass. Um, yeah, I'm like kind of don't know if this is legal or not, so I'm just gonna lay low, you know, with the coppers. <sighs> this fucking commute, bro. I'm like at Roxford now. Isn't this so entertaining to listen to? Honestly, I kind of think it is. Like, I feel like when I listen back to this, it's gonna be kind of funny, kind of quirky a little bit. But um, I think I might end it here. I kind of rambled on for a little bit for a lot of it actually it's been like what 30 30 something minutes and so let's go over let's go over my songs of the week okay one song that I really like right now is Phil Collins shout out to Phil Collins Tarzan Tarzan was my first crush my mom said that that was a movie that I really liked to watch when I was younger and like looking back like I understand I understand fully brunette man big ass nose built body only wearing like a scarf on his groin doesn't really talk that much has big hands really loves Jane first words was Jane you know so that's goals and he's really sweet that's cute but yeah Phil Collins um, a groovy kind of love yeah really funky i also really like mandy by barry manilow and i also really like um hopelessly devoted to you by olivia newton john another song i really like is baby i'ma want you by bread and i have nothing by whitney houston little bit of oldies this week but you know sometimes when you gotta stay awake in the car ride for this long ass commute you really gotta stay awake and the reason that i can stay awake with my carpalepsy is because i can sing along to a song because i know all the lyrics uh, so yeah so i hope you guys have a good rest of your day thank you for lending me an ear okay and i will see you in the next one Bye.